This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, the business station. Good morning, everybody. It's 12.05 in the studio today. You are listening to Open for Business here on BFM 89.9 with me, Lily Chai. So many businesses can no longer solely rely on traditional mediums to market and improve their company performance. And hence, they turn to firms and agencies to handle the nitty gritty so businesses can focus on what they do best. But with the boom of digital marketing agencies, how are business solution providers differentiating themselves in the market? So I'm here in the studio with Squibble, a business solution provider, to talk to us about whether they they are ahead of the curve and dive deeper into their business operations. So I'm here with Chan Leung, its CEO, and Wei Wen Go, its head of operations, here with me today to discuss all about that. Welcome to the show, guys. Thanks for having us, Lily. Right. So um, tell us what you do in your company, your roles and responsibilities, and when did you join Scribble? Right. So uh, thanks, thanks, Lily, for the introduction and super nice to be back. I'm Chan Leong, the CEO for Scribble Group. Um, I joined probably two and a half years ago. And my role as a CEO is obviously to lead and manage the business and look out for expansion, look out for new industries and so on. Hi, we went here, uh, head of operations for Scribble. Basically, help the day-to-day management not only on the directors, the CEO, the suite suites on the management side of things, but also the day-to-day operations for the staff, the teams, and I guess the respective departments that we have in Scribble. Mm. So, uh, Chano, you've been with the company for about four years now. Uh, I've been with the company since its inception uh, about six years ago, right. but we were only really active about two and a half years ago. Mm. How about you, Wei Wen? I just joined, I think, about one and a half years ago. <laughs> right. So, um, I think about six months after Scribble started really focusing on Scribble, uh, yeah. yeah. All right. So let's talk about your business model, right? So basically on your website, it's stated that Scribble is a business consulting firm that mm. claims to provide 360 degree solutions from marketing, business, technology, and everything else in between. What does 360 degree solution mean? What is your business model actually? Right. So as you I clearly pointed out earlier, the agency business, it's a very rich sea business. There's so many creative agencies, digital agencies, digital marketing agencies, uh, software agencies out in, uh, in the market. Our true, our true core, it's in helping businesses solve problems. So our emphasis isn't really on the services we provide, but on the ability to solve business problems. So when we first started, that's sort of our core. And over time, the services come in as a complementary product to allow us to better help uh, serve the businesses. So a 360 uh, business solution basically means that we will, uh, we want to be in a business mm. where we are able to not just provide you with good creative, but also very good data and insights, but and also the ability to execute, which is the digital marketing side and the software side. Mm. So I guess your spectrum is quite wide, right? In the solutions that you're providing. Mm-hmm. So I guess I can call you a jack of all trades. Yeah. Do you see any challenges with this kind of business model instead of, you know, a master of a few, instead of doing everything, right? For sure. I think the, the, the first challenge is it's really hard to be good in every single thing that we do. So what we, what we focus on is instead of trying to be perfect in every single vertical, we choose the vertical that we want to be a part of. Right. Uh, and that includes uh, plantation, property, 
FMCG and e-commerce. So we don't serve, and also automotive. So we don't serve a lot of industries. We focus on a few industries, but we want to do it very, very well for the few industries that we are part of. Mm, so how do you pick the industries? I know you work at Syme Darby uh, Plantation. Pro- property. Property, right? <laughs> Is that why you, cho- you chose this particular industry to be specific? I guess my first love has always been property. <laughs> so even if I'm not in, in, in the business for it, I will always be on, on the lookout for it. Mm. Uh, and I, naturally, because of that, it's an easy industry to be a part of because we know the industry in and out, through and right. through. And our partnerships, our knowledge, our ability to understand the challenges uh, started from there. But we soon realized that actually the industry is very similar in some ways to automotive, for example. And we learn... Uh, uh, mm. to adapt and soon we realised that it's pretty similar to education as well mm. uh, we are not yet in the in the education industry but as we see similarities then we sort of just scale the industries from there mm. I guess a lot of uh, potential customers and including myself right we when we talked to you, we thought that you guys are digital market, mar- marketing agency uh, and with, with that idea right when they come to you they don't know that you are you provide solutions for them. Now, how do you respond to that? Mm, I think it's quite easy, right? So when we go through, like normally when we get a new client come in and then we go through the introduction of the profile and like the things we do and some of our case studies, it's very easy to suddenly tell them like, hey, actually, we don't just do this one thing, right? If there's anything you need along the way, we are there for you. So what, I think what Chan Yong said as well, we are not just a provider, right? We just solve problems. Whatever solution it requires for that problem, mm-hmm. we will basically do it. Even if we've never done it before, it's something that we will strive to learn how to do or even like find and leverage on our resources in the industry to figure out how we can get that done. Mm. Right, so tell us, um, what is your USP, right, to stay ahead of the game? There are so Mm -hmm. many competitors out there. So for us, the biggest reason why clients choose and stay with us is precisely because of our difference, which is the fact that we are very in services Mm. and uh, we are providing a very good quality when we are servicing. So I'll give you an example why this matters, right? So in a typical marketing challenge, especially in today's industry, there's not one answer, there's not one silver bullet, right? So when people ask you how important is a good creative, it's very important. How important is a good digital marketing Mm. execution, it's very important. How important is a good website, it's very important. There are not many agencies out there who are able to truly understand creative as well as we do truly able to understand data as well as we do and to be able to have the technical capability to then build the connectors, to then build the integrations, to then consolidate data and um, understand data, plus have the ability to then execute the digital marketing side of things as well. Mm. So th- that, that the fact that we are able to string these different different solutions or different different services into one seamless uh, service is what makes us demand uh, highly demanded in the market mm. how do you do that do you how do you pick talents right from uh, it within Malaysia so it, it I think the whole thought process starts from like like you mentioned mm. earlier me as a client so I've never seen this as, as a way for us to be profitable I've always seen this as a way to provide services to clients like myself who are striving for better services but just couldn't quite get one agency to do it all mm. and because of that the way we look at our talents are exactly the same you know there's this uh, I guess unspoken truth in the industry that the agency's business is you know long hours the clients will mute you to death you get low pay and there's no progression and all the negativity comes with it. We, we are trying, we, so we are definitely not a company like that. Therefore, the people that we hire needs to understand that 
that's not what, how we want to work and that's not what we want to do. So when we look at talents, the first thing we look at is the ability to understand client first. Like, meaning, regardless of what your job is, you can be a copywriter. But if you see that a client has a problem that copywriting can't solve, you need to be able to be honest enough to say, hey, you know what? This is not a copywriting challenge. Maybe you need better creative. Maybe you need a better execution. Mm. Maybe you need a better idea. But because of our setup, it's very easy for them to allow to allow for our people to do that mm. because the resources are available. Right. I do want to talk about, you know, the challenges of hiring talent, especially we have a brain drain now in Malaysia, especially in the tech sector, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, we do need to hit into some messages, but don't go anywhere. I'm here with Chan Leong, uh, the CEO and Wei Wen Go, the head of operations of Scribble. It is a business solution provider to talk about uh, how they are staying ahead of the curve and dive deeper into their business operations. So do stay with us here on Open for Business here on BFM 89.9. Because friends matter. BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Welcome back. You're listening to Open for Business here on BFM 89.9, The Business Station. With me, Lily Chai. I'm in the studio with Chan Leong. It's C- uh, Scribble's CEO and Wei Wen Go, the head of operations of uh, Scribble. It is a business solution provider to talk about how they are staying ahead of the curve and dive in uh, deeper into their business operations. So before the break, we're talking about uh, what the company's business model is and uh, how they pick people to be in their team. Now, um, you talk about, uh, we're talking about, you know, a lot of brain drain issues when it comes to software development, tech, and especially in the tech sector, right? A lot of people are migrating in t- uh, to our neighbor, of course. Uh, Singapore is one of the biggest, uh, I guess, a talent, uh, Malaysia's talent pool is just right there. Um, how about you? Are you facing these kind of challenges at at all? Def- definitely. I think similar to most software companies in Malaysia, we do face um, a talent crunch where it's very difficult to hire really, really good talents. For us, it's an uncompromisable area, right? That we, we can't afford to hire anyone less than what, what we need. Therefore, the way we resolve it is in, in two ways. One, obviously, we need to be able to compensate well to make sure that we're competitive. And that comes with being able to bring on international clients like what we're doing today and to be able to continue to grow that uh, part of the pie so that we're able to grow the industry in Malaysia together. But number two is also looking beyond the money, uh, which is what our neighbours are often able to afford, is to look into the benefits as well. So for a lot of our senior full stack developers, they already have families, they have been in the industry for 15 years, some even longer. And what, what they realise is like, maybe the grind isn't what they want. Right. The problem with, with software agencies that are of the country is that they will, it's a hustle culture. Right, that you don't get to own what you build and there's no meaning behind just being used for a skill set. So for us, we allow them to build things that's meaningful to them so they have a sense of ownership to what they're doing plus obviously allowing them to be with their family in Malaysia. Mm. Have you ever thought of um, seeking talents uh, internationally like from foreign countries, right? Definitely. Uh, we, we definitely do, but not in a way that uh, a typical software house would think about it. So when we look out for international talents, we're not looking for the cheapest out there. Mm-hmm. We're not looking for countries with uh, cheaper labor costs and then trying to hire the, the cheapest talent. We are open to the international, ta- uh, international talent pool to be able to get better resources uh, at a more practical value. Mm. So um, let's move on to talk about you know the, the competition that is out there. So uh, the digital marketing 
trend is really booming. And according to HRD Corp's data back in 2020, the hires for digital marketing has increased by 200% uh, in Job Street. And it re- still remains as one of the most highly demanded jobs in Malaysia. So do you think digital marketing is the trend that is going to stay for a long time and if it is saturated at all? Mm, I think definitely, right? Um, It's definitely saturated. There's so many people doing digital marketing. Everyone depends on digital marketing today, but I'm pretty sure it's not going anytime soon. It'll probably just be evolving every day as we speak, right? Even like the way Facebook runs today, it's completely different from how it ran one month ago or even just last year. Um, but I think how we stay competitive really is on the service, right? Like what Chan Yong mentioned, it's really customer first and everything we do is on the benefit of the customer. Even if, it, even if it means, for example, reducing the ads budget or even changing our strategy to go with someone else to go completely offline and do an event, that is something that we will suggest because we are customer first rather than the typical revenue right. and profit first. Right, so you're going beyond the trends, right? Mm. And uh, I spoke to you guys earlier and then you guys are not only doing just marketing, but also building other services, right? Like commodities trading platforms and AI for CCTVs as well. That is an interesting thing that I want you to talk to me about. Like, why is it important to incorporate all of this into your business solutions? Uh, In in short, it's because our tech talents get bored. I think if you keep <laughs> telling them to build websites, if I think if I bring in more websites jobs there, they're probably they're probably gonna be bored off their mind. So in order to keep us competitive, but also to keep our people entertained and excited, mm. we wanna be in areas that that will excite them. So as much as everyone is learning about AI, we are working together with AI companies. I think we were just down in Penang with another uh, AI company provider that's serving manufacturers. And it's so exciting to see how Malaysian companies or Malaysian AI solutions is serving international clients at a global scale. In fact, the IP set they hold, um, we're talking about uh, Walter IDW, right? This is this is literally the first in the world and the competitors are lurking around the corner just waiting to swoop in and, and, and steal their attack, right? Okay. But, but that keeps our team excited. So the projects that we are doing, whether it's CCTV or whether it's AI, whether it's data, it's to keep us uh, at the edge of competition and to make sure that our people stay interested. Mm. Uh, t- speaking about, you know, all of this uh, digitalization is one of like the most important elements for all businesses right now. Do you think? Do you agree that having a digital presence is important for you know not only agencies like you guys and businesses as well? Do you agree? Uh, yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> because I think the first thing you do if you see anything, right, even if it's like shopping online or even like seeing a random shop on the side of the street, the first thing you do is Google. And if your presence is not there, your competitor who did buy that Google ad or who did who is winning on the SEM bid is going to get your search. So even though you weren't that shop at the side of the street, you're definitely going to get it. So I think a digital presence definitely makes sense. But obviously you have to go, can't just do the bare minimum, right? So if you just do the bare minimum of a website, then that's just going to turn off a lot of people too. So I think doing if you are planning to make a digital presence, you should probably do it well and not just doing it for the sake of just being online. Mm. This brings me to the question of uh, when I was doing research on you guys, right? Uh, I tried looking at your website and then I naturally went to LinkedIn to mm-hmm. find, you know, you know, see how credible you guys are. And I moved on to Instagram. Mm-hmm. But I just realized that... <laughs> Uh, previously, a few months ago, you you guys weren't even on that platform, and only recently you guys have started using Instagram. Like, why the delay when you claim that you know digital presence is important for you? Right. I mean, if if you look at our 
when we publish our website, you realize that we probably have launched over 50 websites before we even have time to <laughs> build our own. <laughs> but the, the answer uh, comes from, just like TikTok, we were only on TikTok, I think sometime last end of last year. year. Yeah. Um, and the reason behind that is exactly what we want to say, right? First of all, you have to be on the platform, but it doesn't, it's not good enough to be on there. You have to be good while you're on there. Mm. So if you've gone through our website, our LinkedIn, our TikTok, and our Instagram, you realize that our content is native, uh, is platform first. So we are, when we are on TikTok, the content must be relevant on TikTok. On LinkedIn, our content is professional and relevant for, for LinkedIn. Mm. And on Instagram, it reflects that platform. It, and it's very time consuming to for one brand to be able to be platform first on so many platforms that's important, right? For the Gen X, the Gen Z, the clients, the prospects, right. the investors. So we, 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 we took a steadier approach uh, and make sure that we are ready for that platform before we truly launched it. And it's not only applicable to you, it, it's applicable to your clients too, mm. right? Okay, uh, talk to us about you know money. Is your company profitable yet? When did it become profitable if it already has been? Right. This is something we're very proud of. So unlike a, a typical startup or a typical business that takes years for ROI, the speed of the industry, especially because of MCO, allowed us to be profitable from the first year, uh, mm. first year itself. And our profit continued to be on a double-digit growth for the, for the past two years. So we're happy to see that significant growth. Um, and definitely grateful for the trust and support for, from our clients, from the new prospects, from the referrals. Um, and because of, of that, you know, uh, jump and growth, we continue to want to be more ambitious and mm. we continue to want to bring even more to the table for existing clients as well as new clients. Mm. How many people are there in your company now? 30 I think it's some? about 30 people yeah. now. Mm. Yeah. Are you planning to expand the number this year? For yes, sure. <laughs> for sure. I think if, if things go well, like not, not to leak too much information out there, uh, we should be double our size by the end of this year. Right. Okay. Uh, there's a lot of talk about, you know, marketing technology uh, that is said to going to change the landscape of marketing, especially uh, tech like ChatGPT, right? We have heard uh, people laying off, uh, especially digital marketing agencies laying off people because they feel like the, the tech can replace the people. So do you think technologies like this, right, or all ever-evolving tech will ever replace our jobs as business solution providers? Right, I think uh, ChatGPT is great. <laughs> I, I don't think they are quite ready to replace copywriters completely yet. However, I think what ChatGPT gives is a very, very good foundation. So if you need any foundation to start off a caption, start off an essay, start off any SEO writing, I think it's great. But I think it's still important for that human emotional touch to come in and like just touch it up a little mm. bit more. Um, I do think technologies will eventually replace but like I mentioned writing the human emotion to solve problems it's a whole different ball game right not just typing something in and then getting your solution out of it so I do think um, whatever we're doing or hopefully when we evolve through the years and through all these technologies these technologies will only help enable us to do better um, but I do think it will still be crucial for humans to be around to solve the problems there are tools not replacements yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and from the software side of things um, we are building on ChatGPT so mm. our CTO is, oh, we are leveraging on ChatGPT as a service mm. to build new products out in the market mm. to you know to replace old products that are logic based that are right. not Manual. as smart yeah, yeah. Mm. okay let's touch on you know uh, your partnerships and uh, I guess you have worked with a lot of big 
brands up there, like you mentioned, Sime W, uh, Plantation, Faber Castell, uh, Sunway mm-hmm. Property as well. Mm-hmm. Tell us how did you how how you started to talk to these big brands and big companies. Right, uh, like I mentioned, we were very lucky when we first started. Mm. Uh, so a lot of the big corporates that we are working for already knew know about us because I was from the industry. So these were either people who I used to work with, people who know about us, and people who have heard about the work that I've done and probably have not met us. And so that's one. Number two is from the clients. So we're very proud to say that our client retention rate is very, very high. And our closing rate is not, but our retention rate is high. Because at a premium service, it's not very easy to get a client to convert. Mm. But clients who have tried us finds it really, really hard to replace for an, uh, to, or look, to look, look for an alternative because there's just not many people in the market that's willing to put in that effort and that quality of service. So that allows us to grow in terms of referrals and you know f- to get more clients from, from there. Mm. Do you think it's important to have this kind of partnerships, right? To talk to big brands, uh, to you know uh, people who are starting you know uh, marketing agencies or trying to do the same thing like you, like providing solutions for company. How important is this aspect of, you know, building rapport with people out there? I, I think it's, it's very, very important. Uh, I was just talking to another uh, partner who just referred us a bit. I mean, they are running the exact same business and they just referred their client to us. And that's how we look at the industry. Nobody is a competitor, not mm. because we are better than everyone else, but it's because it takes more than all of us combined to serve and elevate the market in Malaysia. So rather than seeing another agency as a competitor or as a threat, we choose to see them as a partner where we share information. I'm mm. the first to offer insights, data, sharing, uh, knowledge uh, and, and information because I know that in order for, for us to grow the industry, in order for Scribble to grow and for myself to grow, there's no there's no no two ways about it. We have to be able to share and be willing to learn. That's the only way we can grow. So rather than seeing them as a competitor, we see each other as a partner. Mm. Then do you have any advice out there on as to how to, you know, approach these people, right? And how do they pitch specifically? For agencies? Correct. Yeah, for other agencies, I think um, it's quite similar, right? I think it's just really maintaining that good relationship and like when... You know, if let's say clients are just doing something else, then we are always the first to tell them, right? So we tell them like, hey, you know, the client just told us that, you know, we're reaching out for this, why this? And then we'll definitely reach out to them first. So I think that really helps maintain that relationship and that trust between the other agency and for them to realize that we're not really trying to steal their job or even <laughs> to steal that pitch, right? We're really all in this together. And if client thinks that today it's better if they go with you, then it is what it is, right? I think it's quite important to maintain that relationship. I don't think we have found many enemies in the industry yet <laughs> but I do think it's very very helpful like in the times where like you know when clients are saying different things and many times where we have to band together as agencies I really do think that it's quite a strong point for us uh. right okay so what are your plans this year for the company right is it working with bigger players or venturing you know uh, other countries as well so this is what I'm personally doing for, for the rest of the year and hopefully for the years to come. Number one, I think the, the client value market is growing very well by itself. Mm-hmm. People like Weyburn and the rest of the management team and the people are definitely growing it well. So for me, I'm looking at expansion outside the region. Uh, we're looking about, uh, at our neighbouring country. We're looking at the rest of the APAC region. The biggest reason behind that is because we want to prove to the world that Malaysian talents are able to serve international clients. Mm-hmm. And once we're able to do that, then we will be able to bring international pay skill back to the Malaysian uh, community. Mm. So you want to pay them in other currencies rather than... Correct. We want to be able to pack our talents to their worth in US dollars. So if it means today that I'm serving a US client, then 
it only makes sense that my programmers are paid the US rates. Mm -hmm. All right, I'm excited. Uh, <laughs> I'll be looking into that space. Thank you so much for spending time with me, guys. Thank, thanks, thanks for a lot, having us, Lily. Okay, uh, if people want to know more about you, where can they find you? I think we can go on uh, our website, scribble.me, or you can go to our new Instagram page <laughs> <laughs> or TikTok as well. But I think formerly um, LinkedIn is a pretty good platform. They can reach us out from there too. Oh. Scribble with a K, by the way. Yeah, Scribble yes. with a K. <laughs> <laughs> right, if you miss any part of this show, of course, you can go ahead on our website at bfm.my or the BFM app that is available on the Apple App Store and Google Play to listen to the full conversation. And Lily Chai, and this has been Open for Business here on BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.